Welcome to another episode of the Seminar This is L. KB. Hashtag feminism. African queen. African queen. Three black black women. Where's the lie? Hello, world. Welcome to another episode of the Fem Noir Files, the final episode of 2020. Thank the Lord and pass the peas like we used to do. KB and Shug, what's popping? Where the money reside. Where the money reside. Why were we thinking this? <laughs> Where the oh, money reside. And that's all. I was trying to get me a drink earlier. Listen, we had a little lamb. <laughs> when he climbed out the back of that car, I was done. I was like, what in the hell is going on right now? I love black people. Black people were winning in 2020. I don't give a fuck what nobody got to say. I'm here I for it. Somebody was child. I don't know now. We were losing too. <laughs> that, that shit might be a draw. I don't know. Like, I don't know. We made a comeback. We made a comeback at the end of the year. Thanks to Biden. He has the most diverse cabinet yes, he does. ever. ever. Here for it. And Love everybody it. is qualified. That's the thing. Everybody, yes. Everybody like, is every- qualified. And I'm so excited. I actually just read today that he uh, appointed a Native American to head mm-hmm. the Department of Interior. Of the Interior. Yep. And I'm so excited. She will be the first secretary to head a cabinet or uh, to be in a cabinet position. So what, does the, what does the interior do? I never understood that like position. I guess I'm gonna have to look that up, but I never understood that. I was like, so, what is part that? Of, so part of what the Department of Interior does, they actually sort of manage like the land, like federal land. For example, like I've had students intern with the Department of Interior. So with like some of the national monuments, with some of the waterways, like I have okay. a friend that works there as well. But they also manage like the treaties that the United States government made with native americans gotcha okay so yeah so that's a very um groundbreaking mm-hmm. role for her and to answer your question kv i did not but that was exactly what i was excited about like i am so happy that this young man has gone viral with this song it is taking over the internet i know he's got hit up by a couple of celebrities because i saw people posting about that i was like what the hell is this that we're talking about so i saw the video and I was like, you know what? That's what I'm excited about. I'm happy for a glow up for um, any and everybody. So he's he's winning. I'm excited for this young man. That's what I'm excited about. I'm excited about that song. Because okay. Mary had a little lamb. I don't know what Mary had a little lamb. About. I thought we were just talking about L. So that's why I was saying money, money, money. <laughs> you Wait, you haven't seen the video? You haven't seen the commercial. She ain't seen oh the commercial. Oh my God. Let me All right, I'm sorry. Move along. This don't <laughs> worry about it. Don't worry about it. Well, KB, since you brought it up, where what are we celebrating today? Money, money, money. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was talking about. Money, money, money. We, we celebrating, you know, God coming through, showing up, showing out like he always do. So at this time, I just want us to raise our glasses. 
I don't know what she got in her hand. I'm gonna cut her hand. I got a ginger ale. I'm in eggs. I should cut this hand off too. Only Elle and I are here representing for the people. We're gonna raise a toast to the Lord and all that He has done. Amen. Blesses as we drink our alcohol. Cheers to you, Elle. Thank on your you. New, you know, things coming. Yes. And they came to fruition, and we are thankful for that. Yes. Amen. Amen. Manifested that. Cheers. Yes. So audience members, so we're not completely speaking in code. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I found out today that I got a promotion. Um, it is not, it has not officially been announced yet with my educational community. Um, but hopefully by the time this episode comes out, it will be. Um, so I'm just very excited. I've worked really, really hard for this and I you know, after what was a very tumultuous year, I am just very, very excited that I can end um, 2020 on a high note. Because when I tell you KB and Shug came through in the clutch yesterday, because the devil yeah. didn't mess with me, but yeah, the Lord had all of his angels surrounding me. So thank you guys again. I even gave them a public shout out on uh, Facebook. What a money reside. What a money reside. You ain't at me. What you say, KB? You ain't at me, but you better be glad I I'm at you. Look at you. Put the drink Let down. You. Put it down. <laughs> Look at you. Already. Shoot. I picked the cup up. I picked it up. Oh, you <laughs> Moving right along. So I so I am doing quite well. How are you ladies doing? That would be you, KB. I'm okay. I'm okay. We got some foolery yeah. happening. And I know Wait. We the stories. Wait, we got to go back. I forgot. I got an award at work this week. What? Oh. Congratulations. Come through, engineer. Yes. Ow. Oh, my God. You know what? I did find out last week I, I'm getting a little money because I did a little great this year. Come on, KB. Yes. For this I still want you to find great, though, because you don't want the real promotion. <laughs> she's steady trying to have somebody buy her a drink oh my and god I, and i done told kb she made more than me she should be buying me a drink okay <laughs> look i don't care jimmy i don't care who made more money lord i listen, want my free drink i listen i was Who's holding celebrating? On, i was holding on to this bottle of uh vu clicot that my nail tech gave me Okay, I was saving it for a special occasion. This, this is, is a special occasion. I know I that's why I'm drinking it now. Crack it open. Oh, it's been cracked. Yeah, so let's let's get it in. So let let me just tell y'all how irritated I am. 126 <laughs> members of the House go and file this lawsuit to the Supreme Court to fuss about what occurred as far as rules that they allowed due to COVID for the states of Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. How asinine can we get? They were all Republicans, weren't they? All Republicans, all from the GOP. Mm -hmm. And you are complaining. And, it, it, you know, of course, this was led by um, one of them uh, in Texas. So Texas files a suit against four other states because they didn't like that they changed their rules to allow for more people to be able to vote. So you've been hearing a lot of talk around 
you know, you know, messing with democracy and so forth. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that this is even a conversation. So can I say something really quickly? I am in my African-American history class right now. We are talking about the civil rights movement. And we have just talked about the Voting Rights Act of 1965, the Voting Rights Act of 1957, and also voter suppression. And this is just a perfect example. And I told my students today, I said, this class is an opportunity. Because I said, sometimes history, you know, sometimes history ain't sexy, right? It can be boring. But I was like, well, I didn't say sexy to them. But I said, sometimes history can be boring. But I said, if you find an era of history that you enjoy or something that you like, that's what you should focus on. And I said, because there's always something in history that can be related to something that is currently happening. And voter suppression and the voting rights of people and civil rights is still an issue that we are fighting 50, 60 years later. I just want to say that. And this and is exactly something we're gonna, It's something we're going to continue to fight until I feel like minorities band together and understand that it shouldn't be the Latino vote, the Black vote, the Native American vote. Like we need to come together as one block and make our voices heard because that's the only way that change is really going to happen. Like we need to come together instead of separating ourselves. I don't know how successful that's going to be because here we are. But um, yeah, that whole thing is stupid. But you said they positioned the Supreme Court, but didn't the Supreme Court throw out all these lawsuits that 45 was trying to- They said, get that shit out of here. But you know, the ironic thing about that, though, <laughs> is that three of those justices were nominated by uh, DJT. And they yeah. feel like, yeah, you got us here, but... Did you give a cool nickname? I know, I said DJT. No, that's me. Those are his initials. That's no, his initials. That's not a cool nickname. He don't need no cool nickname. Call, they'll call his ass 45. Is that a nickname? <laughs> is that a nickname? Mm-hmm. DJT, like he cool and shit. Oh my God. But yeah, I mean, but okay. But I mean, his whole thing was, was that, okay, if I put you on the Supreme Court, then obviously you were going to vote in my interest and they can shut that down. And I thought they would. Shook, I thought they would. No, I mean, they have enough to go off. I think if they would have had more meat, they could have bit. He, they didn't even bring nothing significant that they could even swing that. Like it wasn't even enough for them to even justify that. Listen, God don't like ugly, and he knew everything that they brought to the Supreme Court that Rudy Giuliani did or the attorney for his campaign brought to the Supreme Court was a freaking lie. Yeah. And that's why it didn't go anywhere. It's just ridiculous. He has all of these people in these offices that, you know, he's either placed or they feel obligated to support him. And another one we know about is DeSantis over in Florida, governor of Florida, that is just so ridiculous. I'm not sure if you guys saw the raid that he organized against the um, young lady by the name of Rebecca Jones. This, this lady was a former Florida State data scientist and she was actually fired for accusing DeSantis of minimizing the pandemic and screwing state data. And so I don't know if you guys saw the video, but they came in her house. They were coming to confiscate the laptop and cell phone the work laptop and cell phone came in with guns to swat, like like it was a swat, like they were doing a drug raid to like a kingpin's house. 
And they even, you know, are um, reportedly are pointed guns at the kids that were upstairs. So was it was black? just crazy if you guys see this video. Is she black? No, she's actually white. She had the camera going the whole time asking, why are y'all doing this? Like everything. You know she white, sure, because she's still alive. Uh, not necessarily. There was a young lady who the cops bust into her house. I can't remember where it was, but the story came out earlier. The cops raided her house. They bust in. They were looking for somebody who lived next door. And she I screamed. Like, and she was a social worker? She screamed like 43 times. You have yes. the wrong house. She was she naked. Was naked. Yes. yes. I just saw that happened. last. Somebody sent me the video. That was this happened like two years video. ago. And they just now are releasing the the body cam footage so i mean Chicago there, are, too. there are certain circumstances where we are lucky to survive an event but like that you know but that you know that don't happen very often though it doesn't happen very often okay. but that's why i had to ask because nah, like, you you can just assume they white like i think the social worker got out because she was butt booty naked you know what i'm saying and i know we've gotten shot naked before too but it's ridiculous. And I hear that the Chicago mayor is apologizing, but the police station is not. Like they're still not releasing anything. But you know, Chicago mayor is Lori Lightfoot and she's a sister. So she knows that that thing was wrong. And she's not with the shit. So I imagine that heads are going to roll once she gets down to the bottom of what happened with that. So why we, we got the video. Why is it taking two years? But anyway, back to, you know, this particular situation with Rebecca, I just thought that was crazy, but this is anybody that's going against Trump and his people. This is a type of behavior. And I just thought that that was absolutely ridiculous. That's all. Yeah, I agree. Well, you know he's made threats that he's not leaving the White House on inauguration day. Oh, he's gonna leave. I heard he said, I thought he was saying he was gonna leave. No, he's he's made threats about Oh, they're gonna come they're gonna come pick him up. Don't worry about right. it. But you know what the crazy thing is too, and it, even though I know we weren't like prepared to talk about this, so apparently when he created Mar-a-Lago in Florida, he signed an agreement that Mar-a-Lago would never be his permanent resident. So he's trying to live there and go to Mar-a-Lago after inauguration instead of going back to New York because he know that Attorney General is coming for that ass. Oh, yes. And they don't want all the... Mar-a-Lago, some of the neighbors done said they don't want him to come back. Absolutely. All of them. They like, "Uh uh-uh, you can't come. Take your ass right back to New York. (laughs) I love it. You love to see it, as the kids say. You love to see it. Oh, God. Okay. So did y'all hear about Tom Cruise going off on the people on the movie set? Because they ain't where they're Did you hear it? I got the comment on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was here for it. I'm mm-hmm. here for it. Because you showing up, everybody looking at us. I got insurance companies. This is costing money for us to even make this happen. And you want to sit up here and be too close to each other? And it sounds like he didn't tell them before. So this is not the first time he didn't had to tell them. Y'all get in line. Somebody else, I saw some comments on just different things. They was like, he ain't curse enough. I, I think I tweeted, you're my hero. Like, <laughs> I tweeted, because you know what? People acting like COVID ain't out here. That part. You know I mean? And you got somebody who's like, listen, we want to work. Let's do this the right way. Mm-hmm. Like it can be done. Like I like I told you guys, even in the school system, it can be done. Mm-hmm. It can be done the right way. Right. But get out of line. Time for to come check y'all asses. Exactly. And I was here for it. I'm okay with it. I hope he don't get in trouble. 
Why would no, he be he's, he's not gonna get in trouble. He's had the backing of Ava DuVernay, George Clooney, Whoopi Goldberg. Like all of these celebrities have come to his defense because oh, they're like, I absolutely understand where you're coming from. It is a really big deal, you know, the insurance and all of that, making sure that everyone is safe and that they can continue to shoot because Mission Impossible, they break like box office records with the amount of money that they throw at that franchise so if that gets shut down that's going to be a major blow to the studio not to mention all of the people who are depending on this people have lost their jobs during COVID um so things of that nature just trying to make sure that people are getting a paycheck and you out here playing around so I absolutely agree with him for going off on the crew who was out there on that bullshit out here balling with no mask on Right. Meanwhile, Australia can they can manage not getting them new COVID cases, but we can't figure it out. Anyway. New Zealand too, because because people don't want to wear their mask and they don't want to stay at home. People That's are like, hard. it's my it's my right not to wear a mask. It, it is your right. However, I want Biden to get in here and start enforcing. If you come outside without that mask on, we taking your ass to jail. Listen, point blank and period. Right. Listen, this country gonna get shut down on January twenty first anyway. You so, better know it. I'm excited and I'm ready for it. You better know it. So, yeah. I want to entitle this part of the episode of Fragile Male Egos. Okay. Because these mofos are acting very hypocritical right now. And when I say mofos, I'm referring to Snoop Dogg and Slim Thug in particular. Listen, Nick is going to nag. I right. told y'all that last week. <laughs> Niggas are going to nag. Okay. No, but here's the thing. So I'm like, I'm really disappointed in Snoop Dogg because why? I'm very disappointed because that is so hypocritical. So here it is hypocritical, but he's still a fucking man. Men are are the worst. Here's the thing, though. So he has a problem with Cardi B and Meg's song um, "WAP," and he's saying that you know women should leave something to the imagination. And, you know, like, that's, that's like your jewel of the Nile and all this other type of stuff. But I'm like, is this the same mofo who showed up with two women on leashes who had their titties out at the BMAs? That part. And was Did they mean anything to the imagination? Right. And who was married at the time? Why? Get the hell out of here, bro. Exactly. I'm like, um, is this the same man who was talking about, you know, having freaks in the living room, getting it on? Wouldn't Cardi and Meg be the type of freaks that he would be getting it on instead of the room? And they not leave until six o'clock in the morning. You gotta hit you gotta finish the lyric. You gotta I mean, the- I'm I'm just saying, I don't understand. So here's the reason why I have an issue with this, because it's like, how can men be like, you know, I wanna smash all these hoes and all of that? Who are these hoes that you smashing? They have there have to be hoes in order for you to to do all of this behavior. So what is it? Are we supposed to be virginal? Are they so? Are we supposed to be? No, it you is jewel of the Nile. Wait, like, pause. You hit the nail on the head. Men want virgin hoes. That's what it is. Explain it. What what the hell is a virgin hoe though? What is that? They want somebody who can pop lock and drop it. From sunup to sundown, but they don't want her to have popped it and dropped it with anybody else. How? How, Sway? Listen, listen, Linda. 
I don't make the rules. I am just sharing with you what men want. They want virginal hoes. That's exactly what it is. It doesn't make it make sense, though. That makes no sense. I can't because I'm a sensical person. Okay. All right. And then also, didn't Snoop go on Red Table Talk, like, crying and begging and pleading with Jada and them about, because they called him out. What what was that episode about? I'm going to have to go research it. But he said, he said something out of pocket. And Jada called him out on it. And he came to the Red Table Talk and was on the verge of tears and was like, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, for the Gail King comment when he was talking about Gail King when she, um, was it, it was the R. Kelly interview and everybody was getting on her about she came at him. Was that it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think he called her like all kinds of bitches and hoes. So it's like, Niggas gonna nig, That is toxic as fuck. And I need Snoop to sit down. And he's like, you know, well, I'm an old man now. And he was like, you know, the young 21-year-old version of me probably would have hopped on the remix. And I'm like, yeah, but you can't talk about somebody because you used to do it too. That part. Hello, your first album was titled Doggy Style. Thank you. Exactly. Who were you talking with? about no damn dogs? Okay. Who are you doggy styling it with, Snoop? That part. Anyway. Somebody um, who's a wop. Hopefully. I hope she ain't had no dop. That part. Be <laughs> worse. Oh, Starting a forest fire. Wait, speaking of dops, I don't understand. So all these men were criticizing the song or whatever. Do they not understand that if a woman has a dry ass pussy, that means that you haven't done your job? The problem <laughs> is you. It's you. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Come on, somebody. It's you. So it's like, how do you, I mean, I don't understand how they don't get this concept, but I think that the the whole thing about this song and why it bothers so many people is because it is bringing to light that men do not understand female sexuality and women's bodies. Right. But you know what? I will also say, I think Demetria Lucas had a good point when she posted on Facebook where she said that men like to have sex with women, but men don't like women. They don't. They don't they like don't. us. They don't. Well, let me also, let me, let me, let me paraphrase and say, right. Not all men, but some men. Well, the mofos who get the most airtime, the ones who be loud and wrong, don't like women. Case in point, that'll lead into the next discussion about Slim Thug coming for Sierra because she married Russell Wilson. I'm listen, why he's even involved. I asked y'all this before. We don't know. Okay. Because the thing is, is that some men feel like they have dominion over all women, whether they do or they don't. They feel like it's their right as a man to voice their opinion and have their voice be heard even when no one is listening. But listen, I am happy for Sierra. I'm happy for Cassie. I'm happy for Christina. And I'm happy, I'm missing I'm missing somebody who had a glow up. But anyway, I am happy that they left some duds and some men who were some fuck boys and got with real men. Kudos to them. Exactly. I, I am claiming but that all of us have a come up and meet a man of such stature in 2021. I'm claiming it for me and I'm claiming it for y'all. Hallelujah. 
here's the thing though. I don't understand why is it his business. First of all, I can't name, I can't name a single Slim Thug song. Let's talk about that first and foremost. Facts. Um, and then also too, it's like, why is Sierra and Russell steadily in somebody else's mouth? Like People why are jealous? People like, are jealous of the Wilsons. That's honestly what it feels like. Wait, isn't Slim Thug the one that wears dresses? No. Dresses? What? No. Okay. No. Sorry, I was going to say he won't ever wear Sierra clothes. Go. I hate, <laughs> I hate you so much. Anybody else thought that? No. <laughs> okay, fine. Keep it moving. Lord. Oh, my God. And Wait. I guess I'll say one thing. Like, it is a, like, to me, is you know, Russell w- Wilson a little too much of a man for, for these huh. boys? Huh. Well, uh-huh. we, you we just said a word, comment. KB. We you do have a comment that says toxic masculinity doesn't like men like Russ. But here's the thing. I don't understand, like, why is Russell Wilson such a threat to these guys? I'll tell you. Yeah. Go ahead. Because he publicly loves his wife. And, and what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it, but he celebrates her. He publicly loves her. He celebrates her. He celebrates their family. He actually loves his woman and sees her as a partner and treats her as a queen like he should. Whereas a lot of these other men are, and he married her because he likes, not just likes her. Well, not, well, let me rephrase it. He married her because he loves her and he likes her as a person. And a lot of these other men are with their women, with their wives, if they're even married. They're only with them because it goes back to what Dimitri, Lu- Dimitri Lucas said, because they like having sex with women. That's and it. That would, and they feel like, exactly. And they feel like if they have a woman, like a consistent woman, that they can, they can have consistent sex. Do they yeah. like her? No. But do they like having sex with her? Yes. Whereas Russell loves and respects his wife and treats her like the fucking queen that she is. Hey, just gonna pay and niggas gonna nig. Okay, please and pay. It just it bothers me. It makes my head hurt because it's like you niggas are so confusing entirely. Don't think about it. I it makes no sense to me. But I will say this: so a bright spot of good news, the Major League Baseball has elevated the Negro Leagues to Major League status. So they are now going to recognize over 3,400 players and their stats will be included in Major League Baseball records. So That's amazing. Yes, so I'm so excited. Like, I'm actually looking for old school like Negro League jerseys and stuff because I think Baltimore had a team and I think it would be really dope to get like an old school baseball jersey. I think that would be hot. Can you let me know when you find one? Because I want one too. Please. Thank you. I mean, what team though? Any I don't care. Okay. I'm sure there, wait, I'm sure there was a team from South Carolina, so I'm going to look it up. But it's yeah. not, I'll also look and see if there's a team from DC too. I have to do some research. Yeah, and I think that this is also very monumental because um, 2020 is also the 100th anniversary of the Negro League's founding. So I think that's very major. So shout out to Major League Baseball, although, you know, y'all are, it was a long time coming because the Negro Negro Leagues was started all because they couldn't play in in the Major Leagues. So, Mm -hmm. but 
it's never too late to right a wrong. So good stuff. Amen. I'm proud of y'all. Yes. So can we say that there will officially be a doctor in the White House come June 20th at 12 noon p.m.? Right. Dr. Jill Biden. You will respect that title. That you part. You will refer to her as doctor. As Thank such. Like, but, I am just surprised at the audacity, not the audacity, I'm not, you know what, let me back up. I'm not surprised because this man was able to teach at a highly respected institution of higher learning for over 30 years and all he had was a bachelor's degree. No, well, let me, let I'm me not surprised with his statement. Let's put the blame on, I'm disappointed in the fact that the Wall Street Journal even published that piece of trash. Right. I would expect that to come from Fox News or some type of media outlet like that. But I'm like, Wall Street Journal, like, really, y'all published this and you thought this was a good idea? Clickbait, though. Niggas don't Part of that was probably clickbait, like, to get people to read the article because the title threw me off. I told y'all that. Like, wait a minute, what? You know, so... I, I agree, Suge, it's ridiculous. Like, you shouldn't even give that no light. But clickbait. Exactly. I mean, it worked because everybody's talking about this article, but at the same time, I'm like, I feel like the Wall Street Journal, your credibility took a hit by publishing that. I agree. Right. And I think we should be saying that, too. But I also think that they probably, even in this work the with the way the world is now where we are more accepting of people we are more progressive they probably thought that they would get a lot of people to support this author this professor and what he was saying i don't think that they were expecting the negative publicity that they received yeah because he was a teacher or i'm sorry he was a Professor. professor right at North of Northwestern University and Northwestern has even backed away from him because they're like we don't want to be associated with this you know Dr. Biden has completely earned her title so they threw him under the bus rightfully so yes KB wait y'all I just found something out I'm so sorry what Atlanta from the uh, major you know the Negro leagues the major league the Atlanta Black Crackers. Yes. I want that one. Sure. Same. Actually, I kind of do too. But I knew that though. I knew that. I, I, I saw the Jacksonville Red Caps and I got excited. Like, oh, okay. They're going to, you know, they go the FLA. You know what I'm saying? Ow. Nah. I like that name. And I know it was cracking because they were cracking their bat, but I like to think about it another way. Oh, oh God! <laughs> Baltimore on. did have a team. They were the Baltimore Elite Giants, so I would get one of their jerseys. Yeah, so I'm I'm just like really appalled. And then also, I saw an article that was piggybacking off of the Wall Street Journal article, like just completely trashing her and saying that you know she shouldn't have a doctorate because her dissertation was trash. But if her dissertation was trash, she wouldn't have been Dr. Biden. Now, exactly, she wouldn't have got it. Exactly. She successfully defended. I like, mean, I, I just don't understand why I the white I want the white woman to stand up for her though. I need the white women in the crowd to go hard for her. Like 55% black, of white women voted for Trump. Never and that's forget. why I want the white women to back her because I'm sick of us coming to the rescue. Right. But I'm you not know, we always shit. try and save everybody. Yes. No, people, no, 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 no. Yes, people we do. Come, no, people come to us to save them. There's a difference. That's true, too, though. 
Or they don't volunteer. They come because they, they know uh, black women make things happen. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Um, but still, either way, um, I mean, I just really feel like not only, of course, black women also like we're under a whole lot of scrutiny, but I really feel like society is very anti women right now. And I have to blame all of that on 45. Like he unearthed all of this crap that was bubbling underneath the surface. And because he was so in your face with it and getting away with it and it started gaining all of this momentum. So now I'm like, what is the country going to be like a year from now or a couple of years into Biden's presidency or whoever the next president may be, what's going to happen with all of that energy? Is it going to go back underground or are people going to start getting froggy and really be like pushing back because they feel like they're losing their country? That's a great question. And I really wish I had the answer. Like, I don't know what's going to happen to be perfectly honest with you. Like I just, I don't know. Like, I just remember my mom saying that she liked to know who her racists were up front. Like, she's like, don't lie. Like, let me know who you are. Um, And I think, I definitely will say, I think that people saying that America was in a post-racial society after Obama got elected was a lie. I never believed that. I still don't believe that. And I think the presidency of Donald Trump has shown us that. And I am excited to, because also, I'm sorry, I'm getting off track a little bit. What people don't realize is that we are only one generation from segregation. Yes. And that brings up a good point, because part of the reason why I got my award at work was because I was talking about my hair and how I was like discriminated against at work like it was on this the sleep to like this guy really thought he was paying me a compliment because I had straightened my hair and he was like it looks more professional that way you should keep it that way so I made a presentation and showed it to like my whole department and we talked about like the crown act and all of that kind of stuff so I got my award because you know speaking out against these biases that people have and they might not even realize it and it's like you know you need to check yourself on that but then also it's because he was an older white guy he came from a completely different era and oh back to your point about we're one generation away from segregation because I had to let them know I was like I am the first person in my family to wear my natural hair in public like think about that you know me my mom has always straightened her hair my grandma's always straightened her hair like there was a time in this country where we it was mandated by law that we had to cover up our natural hair so I had to really break that down for my co-workers and tell them you know this is a thing like you you might not think of it because it's just hair but there's a whole lot of things to unpack with even that just that little comment of my natural hair is unprofessional and that's why I had to do a whole presentation and I went deep with it with like Tion laws and I'm like you know if I go to New Orleans I'm breaking the law by wearing my natural hair because it's still on their books that you're supposed to have your hair covered if you know you have like afro textured hair 
How crazy is that? In 2020, we're still dealing with that. Shit, in 2020, we still seeing the first black woman to do some things. So shit, I, I don't know. I guess we're still there. Like you say, we are just one generation from segregation. So mm-hmm. exactly, we're still going to be hitting these things. And you just made me think about shit. I was just saying it to my department. I've never experienced no one saying it to me. Um, you know, as far as like my hair, but I remember when I wanted to go natural, mm-hmm. my mom was like, uh-uh. Yeah. And so I yes. had to wait till I got out of her house at FAMU and then go natural. And I remember when I decided to lock my hair and, you know, they were all fearful, like, wait a minute, you're not yes. going to get a job. And I yes. was like, I'm going to still get a job, you know? And so, you know, I just never thought of anything different, but it is, it's one generation out there. I don't fault my mom for that. Cause you know, that's a, the generation they grew that, up on. Right. They thought they terms and all of those things, but I saw things so differently and I mean, I remember my last perm, y'all, was Kappa Luau. Wow. 2003, 2004? No, not 2003. I said freshman year. So this is 2001. 2001. Spring 2001 was my last perm. Wow. I locked my hair by the time y'all met me. Right. But yeah, I, I remember you had, spring yeah. 2020. 2020, what year we graduated? 2001. I was natural. Right. Uh, well, I had my last perm, Kapalu out now. I was ready now. Wait. I had just got to sleep. It was late. It was late now. I was out there. How, how, did, it, how did it how did it look after the party though? That part. Well, it was fresh, so it held. Right. That part. <laughs> and it was a perm. It wasn't no straight. Uh, right. She right. She was still she wasn't natural. She still had a relaxer. I had a relaxer. My, my last perm was March of 2006. See, that's what I was telling people, man. I went natural and that shit wasn't cool yet. You know right. But well, wait, you know, you actually you want to know what actually made me stop getting a perm? I oh, went wait. to the Atlanta Classic and I saw all of our line sisters who basically were natural. Actually, KB, were you there? I think you were there. I'm sure I was in the building. <laughs> I think you were there. But like I saw a number <laughs> of our line sisters who were there who were natural. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go natural too. And that was the last time I got a relaxer was in 2006. Yeah, I locked 2004 yeah. when we when we crossed 2003. 2003. So you, I, no, because you had your little like the short twist when we uh probated. Yeah, you that was, did. That's when I'm locked. I locked. I had just started locking. Uh-huh. When I did that, like right before I met you guys. Like, Can I tell I loved I I love that hairstyle on you. I thought it was so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little ones. When I step out, wait, no, that's uh KG. What was yours? Oh, and for y'all that just want the cream of the crop, don't worry, don't worry keep waiting to the last line, line drop. <laughs> that's my favorite one. Well, aside from mine. Oh god. Thank you. Yours oh, and KG's, I love. Oh God, but oh, yeah, memories. I think I'm gonna go watch our probate take when we finish recording. Oh Lord. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it were since we're in a good mood and it's the end of the year. Have y'all been watching any Christmas movies? I love Christmas movies. Girl, they've been working me to death. I feel like I've done more work this month than I've done all year. I don't understand it. I'm like, don't y'all know people are supposed to sham the closer it gets to the holidays? Like, Uh actually, I was on a Zoom call for work when we started recording. Like, that's how busy things have been. But no, I haven't had the chance because I watched like all of my classics. I have to watch Christmas Vacation. 
and Love Actually. But I know there have been like a lot of cutesy black holiday movies that have come out. But you got to fill me in on the scoop on those because I have no clue what to watch. Well, I did watch The Grinch. They did the um, musical special on TV. I think it was like NBC or ABC. It came on. Where did that come on? It was actually good. Yeah, it came on like two weeks ago. It was actually really good. It was a musical and I really enjoyed it. I haven't watched all of them. One lady at work, white lady, wanted to let me know she watched the Chris Brown one. What's that one called? This Christmas. That's my favorite one. I love that movie. So I now all the white people want to let me know about all the stuff that they watch as black that they end up finding this year? Okay, thank you. This Christmas is hella old. That movie came out in like 06, 07. They late. They are so late. Let her be great. Let her oh. feel good about herself. Well, okay? they got, I hear they got drive-ins with Christmas movies. Yes, oh, DC. yes, DC is doing the drive-ins again, the drive-in movies. So they have oh some God, Christmas movies that they're showing. I gotta see if Philly doing it. If we don't get no more damn snow. That part. That part. Yesterday, child. Yeah, we got a whole oh, lot of bad. snow. Yeah. I was... I don't really had any snow in my yard. But can I talk about the movies? So, of course, I saw this Christmas. That's like one of my favorite Christmas movies. And then Kelly Rowland's movies on Lifetime. They were so cute. Like Merry Little Christmas and Merry Little Christmas Wedding, which is the new one. Those were cute. Um, And I also saw Kyla Pratt's movie on Lifetime. That was also really cute. And I'm probably, once my wife settles this weekend because I have to finish my paper and then I can hopefully breathe a little bit but I might have training for the new gig but in between training I will probably watch the best man holiday because that's my other movie like I'm gonna have to watch the best man first and then watch the best man holiday and then I'm probably gonna watch this Christmas again can I just say I remember seeing best man holiday when it was in theaters and I completely lost it when she put those violets on that casket I was like oh my god I can I was not ready for that at all yeah I was on a date when I saw that movie well I saw it the first time with some friends and then I saw it the second time on a date and I was like boohooing like a baby I was like I really hope that ain't no spoiler that movie done been out for like seven years they should have seen it already if you and we didn't say who now, died. We didn't say right. who died. Right. I just said it was violence <laughs> on the cat. Right. <laughs> exactly. But I was just like, this boy. Well, we had gone out enough times and been out enough times, so he knew who I was. I was just like, "Oh, you need to get yourself together." Like crying like this on this date, this boy's gonna think you're crazy. But he didn't. No, because I feel like people don't understand. Like, I did, I never would have thought that they were Deltas. Well, they alluded to it in the movie. I mean, well, they alluded to it in the second movie, but watching The Best Man, I. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. I definitely did not consider any of them Greek. But what I thought was crazy, thinking about The Best Man Holiday, so they tried to make Morris Chestnut's character a cube, but ain't he a Sigma in real life and his ass throwing up the hook? I'm like, that's a weak ass hook. I don't think that he's a Sigma. I think that was a rumor. Oh, okay. So yeah, because I was, I thought that too. I was like, that's very weird for him to be throwing up somebody else's fraternity. Because um, listen, if I ever get cast in a movie 
And they're like, L, you need to be in a sorority. Okay, Delta Sigma Theta, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what is we doing? No, L, we want you to be a K. No, you don't. No, right. <laughs> no, you be no, you don't. I'm going to be a Delta. Like, what, what are we doing here? What's you going better on? better not be nothing else. Hello? Like, I'm not going to throw up nobody else's symbol. I'm not going to stretch to nobody else's song. Like, what, what are we doing? So you're right. Uh, Shug, I really hope that he is not a Sigma in real life, but I just want to say I really wish they had consulted a bruh to yes. teach him how to throw up that goddamn hook. That was weak sauce in that movie. I'm sorry. I'm so so sorry. Well, tell us how you really feel. Oh, listen, I am a movie connoisseur. Okay, if I had not gone into education, I would probably be an actress. And the only reason why I'm not an actress is because I never wanted to struggle. Like I never was one of those people who wanted to live with like five roommates in a one bedroom apartment and live in New York. That was never my life or my struggle. I didn't want that. Mm-mm. I mean, I'm just being honest. Oh God. Can, oh, well, can we mention, uh, speaking of Deltas, can we, can we mention our sore? Cause I'm so happy that she's getting her happy ending that she deserves. Keisha! Keisha Knight Pulliam is engaged. Little Rudy is getting married. The I ass Brad James. Ain't he fine? I love Brad James. I love just about every character that he's played. Yeah, so I'm so happy for her because that episode with Ed Hartwell was girl. I mess like every woman's nightmare but can i say i never would have thought ed hartwell would do some shit like he did because when he was married to lisa Wu hartwell and they were on the real housewives of atlanta he was not like that no and i just remember in the scene that keeps coming to my mind is when he like ran that bath for her and had the rose petals and like catered to her and i was like everybody wants an ed hartwell but then he got with keisha i'm like no the fuck we don't we don't want ed I don't know what happened to him. At all. I'm like, I guess that's why Lisa was like, you can have him, girl. That part. And then had the nerve to say that that baby wasn't his and demanded a paternity test. Niggas ain't ain't shit. I guess. Well, either way, she getting her happy ending. Fuck Ed Hartwell. That she's on to bigger and better things. So congrats to you. Cheers to you. Exactly. Right. It's still fine though. Can we say that? <laughs> yes, he is. Okay. So I'm I'm excited that we are ending 2020 on a high note. Yeah. Um, I think we are... to, wait, I'm sorry for you to do the clothes. Look. Yes. Who would have thunk it? Look, isn't that a word? Thunk it? Yes, that's yes. A word. because it is a word. It is a word. Ed shaking his head. It is a goddamn word. It is a word. Oh, a word. Okay, who would have thought go, it? Pull up the dictionary. Who would have thought okay. that, you know, the NBA All-Star game was like my last real trip for the year. And I wasn't even, you know, all the way there. And yeah, you all this stuff. What'd you say? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I listened on the playback with what you said. I didn't hear it, but you forgot. I, I'm the one that edits this show. Oh, okay. So anyway, I just, I don't know. I'm just, I was just thinking that like, God, this year 
We made it though, guys. We made, we it. made it. We picked up a new team member. Yes, we did. Right? Yep. Um, Welcome, X. Welcome back. X. And I and I don't know. Did I feel like Jimmy might have joined this year too? I think officially, yes, he did. Yes, he yeah. did. It was the start of the year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, we we definitely started off super strong. And you know, I don't know. I know you was doing your clothes. I just thought of thinking, hey, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Maybe we should. That's yeah, what I maybe thinking. we should have like a, like, what are we thankful for? What are we happy about for 2020? Like, how do you want to, to end out and close out the year? Yeah. Can we do that? Absolutely. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, do you want to continue? Or are you finished? Yeah. I'm the, I, I just, I want time to think about it. Okay. So you want Shook to go? Are we going to do it today? I, I need. I, oh, you want to do the last episode? What is What is we doing? Right, KB, put the cup down. Don't drink nothing else. Don't anyway. So what? What are we I doing? We're thankful. Drink the drink ain't doing it. She's being sentimental. She's in her feelings. That's what's doing it. <laughs> That's what's doing it, Shug. She's in her feelings. Let her be Thank in her feelings. You. She's being sensitive, and you know we don't get this KB a lot, so enjoy it while it's here. Nah. Go, go ahead, Shug. God damn it. Go <laughs> How do you want to end 2020? How do I want to end 2020? Um, well, actually, I feel like the way that things are playing out right now are better than I could have imagined. So work it's definitely going a lot better than I thought it was. Like I, when I say I really feel like I didn't do a whole lot this year because this year was just weird. It was just a really weird year. But to end it on a high note, to be recognized for the things that I did do this year, um, being able to spend like at least four months out of the year at home with my family and still be able to work was a huge blessing still having a job in and of itself is a blessing because all the people who got like laid off in the businesses that had to close like super thankful for that possibly might have found love maybe we'll see we'll talk about that more next year nah, gonna nah, it. wait nah. not gonna jinx it <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And not gonna jinx it. Oh, I'm not in the inner circle. I don't that's why I no. don't know. Okay, hey, we're gonna talk about it after we get off the phone. Definitely. Um, yes, we are. If it's, um, is this what we talk? Yeah. Be on, um, yeah. But um I just think not crazy for, huh? You're not crazy no more. No. We'll we'll talk. Oh. But um I think so, and I've been talking to other people, like, you know, we had Catherine on the show, so I've been talking to her, but I feel like 2021 is going to be a very... Yeah, it was this year, wasn't it? Fuck. It's going to be a very transformative year for me. I feel like there's a lot of things that I'm doing that I probably either need to scale back or cut off. So I feel like 2021 is going to be very intense, um, but I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be an amazing year. But 2020 is ending on a high note for me, so I really can't can't complain. What about you? What about y'all? Well, KB already shared. Well, no, she didn't. Are you ready to go, KB? Or you want me to go? I'll go because you know you like to go on and on. So 
Sit down and rotate, baby. <laughs> Sit and okay. rotate. Okay, I'm oh gonna be quick because we gotta we need to wrap up. So what I'll say is that 2020 it did a lot of damage for me, but I'm happy that I got back into counseling and you know, just gonna work through what I got going on from a personal standpoint, from a career standpoint. So I, I can't tell you that 2020 was good for me, but I know that everything works to the betterment. So I have mm-hmm. to believe that the trials that I went through and my friends went through, something good's going to come out of it. So that's all I can say about it. Like, that's what I'll say. I'll leave it at that one. That's good, KB. So for me, 2020 is very reminiscent of 2014. And I say that because even though I got a new job, I also lost a parent. Mm. And this year, I'm going to try not to. It's okay. Let it out. Losing my dad and in the way that I lost him was very traumatic because it was unexpected. Um, But when I tell you that God has blessed me in so many other ways this year, I still have my job. Like I never lost my job. I never miss a paycheck. I never miss paying a bill. When I lost my dad, my village came and supported me and held me up and they're still holding me up. Like even when I told my aunts today about my promotion, like one of them said, you know, heaven is celebrating right now and your parents are so happy. And I really felt that and I feel that. So even though the most devastating thing happened this year. I am happy because I am blessed. I am healthy. And I am loved. Right. Thank you. I am loved and I feel it. And I am, I am hopeful for the things that God is going to allow me to do in 2021 and beyond. So I'll end that there. Maybe you want to do this though. (laughs) <laughs> really you clapping KB that shit was good though <laughs> uh, no lie thank you oh. so on that note for our last dope gifted in black segment for 2020 we are going to shout out Kizmikia Corbett who is an African American woman who is praised as being the key scientist behind the COVID-19 vaccine. So to quote Dr. was it Fauci? Fauci. 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 The very vaccine that's one of the two that has absolutely exquisite levels, 94 to 95% efficacy against clinical disease and almost 100% efficacy against serious disease that are shown to be clearly safe That vaccine was actually developed in my institute's vaccine research center by a team of scientists led by Dr. Barney Graham and his close colleague, Dr. Kizmikia Corbett, or Kizzy Corbett, Fossey told a forum. 
Kizzy is an African-American scientist who is right at the forefront of the development of the vaccine. So kudos to Dr. Corbett. Hopefully and prayerfully, this vaccine will save the lives of millions of people and millions of Americans and will start to contain the coronavirus. Yes, Katie. And I just want to say, like, let's just remember to read credible sources when learning about the vaccine. I mean, I can't tell you how many conversations I've been having with people. It's so disheartening. And, and, you know, Dr. Corbett, of course, is with NIH, National Institutes of Health, and they work directly with Moderna. So we know that Pfizer is the one that has the approval right now. And Moderna is, you know, up next. And I just think that we just have to understand a little bit more. I had a chance to read the Pfizer report the publication on how they got approved. And it was some interesting data in there. I'm, I'm happy to maybe talk about it on like maybe the next episode or something. But I think we just have to think about the credible sources, you know, people just saying just the weirdest things, you know, how they found a, a, a vaccine for this. There are different strands. There are different ways that certain viruses work and just so everyone knows overall, this mRNA uh, method was already being worked on prior to COVID-19 happening. And so this is kind of why they were able to move so quickly because they had already started perfecting this particular method of making a vaccine. So this is not a live vaccine, which we kind of think about with the flu vaccine. I just, it's just so much misinformation and speaking to our people and even, I can't even say uneducated people. We are having some interesting conversations with people who are hella educated, even in the healthcare field, making some of the most outlandish comments that I've ever seen before. Guys, I'm so concerned about our people being the ones that are dying the most. I decided to join a study because if I need to be an example, I'm okay with that. I know X, our other producer, you know, is in a in a study and we had talked about it. I'm just concerned, you know, so much. And I know them bringing Dr. Corbett to the forefront was, you know, part of that plan to be like, hey guys, a black person helped to bring this to fruition, you know, with the Moderna vaccine. But I just want us to all think about the things that we are sending out think about the things and, and just backing them and taking a little bit more time to research them. I just, it just upsets me because I'm constantly concerned about my parents, my grand, my grandmother, like, you know, just everybody that I know that has a, a, a you know, another health issue that could make this even worse. Mm-hmm. And I just want my life. Like, I just, I, I'm just, I don't know. So let's leave on that note. I know, thank you so much for making her the dope gifting in black segment because it's so warranted and so thankful that we did have a black person that could sit down. And I think they're going to do more talks to get our community, you know, really yes. comfortable, right? Absolutely. And, um, I don't know if you guys want to say anything about that, but I just really wanted to say that because I'm just, it's just been overwhelming to have these conversations. Yeah. So I'm happy that, you know, I know people who were a part of the trial because I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm apprehensive about taking the shot. Like I was never big on taking the flu shot. I just, 
I don't have a lot of trust in our medical system due to the history of how black people have been treated in this country. And then also a couple of things that have happened to me in the past. So I'm going to sit back and observe. And then also I feel like I wouldn't be at the front line of getting the vaccine anyway. So once I see that it's safe and effective after, you know, people get it, especially people that I personally know get it. And I see how people react that will make me feel better about getting it. But I personally am not volunteering my black ass to take nothing. So that's just how I feel. And I guess that's some of the education I think that has to go out as far as like when we expect to see something happen, if you do get a vaccine, you normally see it in the first two to three weeks, if you're going to have a reaction. Okay. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is that we don't know how long it'll last. I think that's still an open question. And it's just because we don't have enough data. So with the Pfizer study, they had a median time for safety follow-up two months. You know, this could have ranged from two months up to three and a half months. So it's not a lot of data as far as how long this will actually last. But we do kind of know what side effects we will see. You saw in the UK, you know, people who had a history of allergic reactions. That's not specific to the COVID-19 vaccine. That's probably with any vaccine. Those are people that had problems with the flu vaccine. So okay. it's, it's just something that, you know, if you have a high you know, propensity of having that kind of reaction, then you wouldn't take it. But, you know, I think it is, the thing is people have already done this. People are in, thousands of people are in these studies. I think it's important to read the trials if you can, or talk to people who have read the trials to kind of figure out what's happening. And I think by the time it gets to the general population, so should by the time it gets to you, it probably right. won't be It'll until be. the summer. Right. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm completely okay with that, with people, you know, kind of feeling that way, because maybe that, that gives us additional data too. So it's nothing wrong with that. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's just, that's one of the biggest open questions that I think we still do have on the, on the, on the plate. We kind of know as far as like side effects, what we could expect. Um, I personally think I got a placebo because I ain't feel nothing. And I like, I suppose I feel like a flu shot and I have had flu shots annually. I am one of those people that get flu shots even though they're not as even, you know, as effective, but I'll just ask people to also take a look at Lester Holt did a series on vaccine, like the road to vaccine. And I thought it was a really good special. So if you can catch it on the NBC um, app, I think it'll be a really nice one to see because they really explain a lot of those pieces. They talk about this Tuskegee experiment. They talk about, you know, how did they get to this vaccine so quickly um, so, you know, that's a lot of questions that people have, you know, uh, dispelling, you know, rumors. And so I think that's something really important. Another special that you can catch is called The Color of COVID. And it's going to be on, um, you can probably catch it on CNN. So by the time this airs, you know, um, it would already happen. But, you know, just kind of Google that. And again, I think we're going to see a lot more of these specials. And I really implore people to kind of take a look at them. They're having some really credible people to go on and talk about these things. And I think people, you know, putting up people like Dr. Cor um, Corbett up there and other people from the healthcare community, I think can really help this because I feel like the whites is the ones finna do this and we gonna be sitting out here looking crazy as hell and we the one dying at higher ass rates than anybody else. And that's what my concern is that we'll, we'll risk that death then do something that could possibly help save our lives. So just stay on the lookout, check that out. I'll send you the link, Shug. Uh, but again, by the time it comes to you, you would have seen it a, a year in effect at that point. So that, that'd be also really good too. 
So thank you. I'm sorry to step in. That's the medical hat that's coming in and I started going. But that this vaccine thing, I'm super passionate about it again. I, I love to break down the results of the Pfizer study. By the time we come back next year, we'll have Moderna's results. And I'm happy to like really break that down and kind of talk about some of those things um, high level for those trials. Because sometimes it is kind of hard to read those type of papers. So I'm happy to do that. Bring your degree Let's do it. Dr. and DJ. And I ain't going to drink that episode. Lord. So thank you guys so much for hanging with us and sticking with us in 2020. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. And we look forward to seeing you again in 2020. This, or I'm sorry, 2021. <laughs> right. We don't need no repeat. We'll no, no repeat. We don't need no repeat. So I'm going to do this again. We look forward <laughs> to seeing you all in 2021. All so right. Thank you for joining us. This has been another episode of the Feminoir Files. Bye. Don't forget to listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Play. Connect with us on social media at Feminoir Files on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Feminoir Files. Bye.